Hey, babe. Hi, honey. Did you turn your mic off right now? No, I cut it <laughs> on. <laughs> Why was your microphone off? We were on break. We were on break. Welcome back, everybody, to the Adlerian Love Podcast. I'm DJ Treacy Trees. I'm Hey Love. All right, so today we're going to be talking about uh, Strength Finders 2.0. It's this book. So basically, my wife uh, did this Strength Finders test at work because all she does is try to figure out ways to make herself and everybody around her better. So we decided to buy these books and figure out what our strengths were and how we could better work together. Yeah, because I fired her before. She always, you see you see that? That's the strength of hers, too. She always like to dig in the past <laughs> and drag it on back. <laughs> you, you, I ain't fired right now. I'm on the clock. You trying to fire me on my day off? I'm Listen. just shady. <laughs> Listen. So here's our top five. We're going to go, I'm going to fire my one, you fire your one. Okay, back cool. Back to back. So we'll do a quick synopsis of it, but we do suggest that you get this book. Um, Mr. Don Clifton is the father of strength psychology and inventor of Clifton Strengths. The book was like uh, $34, but it comes with an online code so you too can take the assessment. Yes. All right. So number one, my number one was Activator. And a quick synopsis of what that is, is um, I get things started, which didn't surprise me at all because I'm an entrepreneur. I've been starting ideas that I have in my head since I was a teenager um, and getting the, the fire lit. And the idea excited. Everybody everybody excited about the idea. That's pretty much what an activator does. So that was my number one strength. And my number one was futuristic or is futuristic. And that is just seeing the gaps, seeing things that most people don't see in the book. They give you a description of all of the different strengths you can have. And then they give you little quotes or excerpts from people who also have that same strength. And I always like to talk about one from a guy who was a manager, and he was like, sometimes I'm working with people and I, I see issues or I see something, and it's like it's down the road, and I'm telling my coworkers or my employees, like, hey, look up, keep your eyes open. Can't you see that this is about to happen? And for me, futuristic is not about seeing the bigger picture. It's about seeing the things that aren't in the picture. It's like, how did y'all not see this over here? Nobody's talking about this and they should be or nobody notices that it's trending in this industry but could be easily applied to ours. Like, okay, cool. I'm going to get back to you on that. That's awesome that you have that as your number one because I'm an activator. So think about that together. Yeah. You know, so her number one strength is looking out into the future and seeing the possible, not possible pitfalls. I don't want to say that either. Because it could be possible successes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in the future. Whereas I'm right here in the moment, like, I got a great idea. This is how we're going to get it started. That's my number one strength, you know. So you you can feed off of that and say, great idea. Here are some things we can think about in the future or some places that we can take it. Yeah. So I think that's how we symbiotically work with those together. And I, I love that those two are our number ones because I feel like I can look at a project that we're doing and I see it all the way to the finish line. I'm like, baby, we wanted a, an award for that. We were at the Grammys. Girl was sitting next to Oprah. It was crazy. Girl was crazy. But she comes to me with an idea, and I'm like, okay. Okay, I saw this, this, that, and that. And boom, y'all get another trendy project yeah. or trendy project. Like, yeah, yeah. That, makes, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, my number two. My number two is strategic. Okay, and the quick synopsis of strategic is 
you actually create a strategy based on the idea you have. So think about my number one being an activator. So I got good ideas that I'm very excited and I get started right on. But then my second strength right behind that is creating a plan to make it real and to make it sustainable and to bring it to life. Because some people, I feel, have great ideas and have no willpower, no persistence, no uh, uh, plan, uh, strategy (laughs) to make it real. Whereas uh, right hand in hand, I'm thinking of a way to activate it and make a plan for it. And you know what my number two is? What's your number two, girl? Strategic. Shut up. Hit him with the fight of the bumper. Oh, I'm going to have to put some effects or something <laughs> on here. I don't know. I don't want to <laughs> say I'm a post edited, but girl, <laughs> yes. And that's so funny because think about like the strategy of our life. Like we've yeah. just recently started to like actually plan out every single step, even though good things have been coming to us. But yeah. on your side, what strategy for you? So this being my number two makes all of the sense because I will have an idea. And like I said, I see it all the way to the end and I start planning. If you know me, you know, I love taking notes. It's the nerdiest thing ever. But anytime I'm in a meeting, whether it's a professional one, a personal one, I've started family meetings with just the two of us and our family cracked up. My side is huge. And my sister's like, I've got three kids and a husband and we don't have family meetings. And if we do, I'm not taking no notes. I have agendas for our family meetings. Like, and if we don't get to all of the items, we have to table something like it's Robert's laws of order or rules of order all up and through this household because I need it to flow. I need it to have a plan. I need to know how we're connecting, who we're connecting with, what pieces we're bringing in, who we're thinking about sponsorships, how we're going to run our ads. Like, I have it all mapped out. And Trees comes in with her strengths of technology and her knowledge about all of the people in Indy. Like, it it just works. It does just work. Coupled with the fact that I crave discipline, like a lot of people – know me traditionally like my educational background and all of that like yo you take notes and I don't take notes because I don't like writing but I type everything I record things I set reminders I have digital to-do lists and all of that but I have to feel like I'm disciplined and and going toward a goal in order for me to be satisfied so that's right hand in hand I'm glad you take our notes girl yeah color-coded without it I'd be lost I got you. They're writing on that board because I ain't <laughs> doing it. <laughs> They're whiteboards. I've got yeah. all the whiteboards, all of the, uh, what are they called, corkscrew boards. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I wrote on this post-it note that's inside of this book, and my hand is cramped right now from <laughs> it. It's cramped up. I'm like, ooh, this hurts. All right, I'm going to move to my number three. Okay. My number three is Achiever, which doesn't surprise me either um, because from a very young age, achieving my goals was very important to me. It still is important to me. I wake up every single day chasing my dreams. I'll never stop that. Um, Just recently, I think that the balance that we found has helped me to not chase my goals and be so mean to myself about it because I'm hitting milestones every day. And now I'm celebrating it a lot more. So being an achiever can be a double-edged sword because you feel like I need to hit this goal. I need to hit this goal, but it's never enough. Um, Whereas now I feel like I'm trying to be an achiever in all aspects of my life and not just my professional life. So I'm trying to achieve and be a great wife, be an achiever and have a healthy lifestyle, you know, um, 
just do all kinds of things that live a well-rounded life versus chasing one goal and pigeonholing myself. Yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you. You're welcome. What's thank your number you. three, girl? My number three <laughs> is positivity. Oh, my God. Have you ever met me? I never have a bad day because why have a bad day that you're creating and reinforcing when you are the designer of your day? Um, I knew I was going to get positivity. I didn't know it was going to be my number three, but I for sure knew it was going to be in my top five because I always see the brighter side of stuff like and it. Again, okay, so you were talking about a double-edged sword. I think positivity can sometimes be a double-edged sword because I, I I, see the glass half full. I don't see it half empty. So when someone comes to me and they're like, Indy, I'm having such a crappy day, this happened, this happened, this happened, I am quick to either solve the problem or minimize the problem so that they can get on with their day or figure out whatever solution they need to. And sometimes my friends and family and loved ones just want to vent. And I am like, positive Patty, all on your face. And they're like, India, can you just listen? Like, I just need to get this out. I don't want you to solve it. Um, Maybe after I want a knock-knock joke, and I got you. But right now, I just kind of want to sit in it. And it's hard for me to allow people that I care about to sit in sadness and feel like they can't get out of it on their own. But for me, positivity has gotten me out of dark spaces. And it's also helping me to learn that just because I choose to sit in an emotion or a feeling that isn't so peppy and positive doesn't mean I am not a positive person, doesn't mean my life isn't happy, but it gives you energy. I think positivity, especially for us working together, I reinvigorate us because sometimes, you know, we're human, we're, we're people, we in love, so we like to be laid up and not do anything. We got all these passion projects we're working on, doing this, doing that. But if I can get excited about a project and stay excited about a project, stay organized and on top of a project, it gets done and we're, we're excited about it, we're talking about it. It's now a part of our lifestyle. It's now a part of our day. So it's easier for us to keep it going. Yes. And I appreciate your positivity because I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> and that is a roller coaster of emotion. <laughs> okay. You'll get a $13,000 sale. You'll lose a $13,000 sale. You find your focus. You lose your focus. And the thing about India is like that positivity that she has is so genuine that it's crazy. Like, some days it'll piss you off because you're like, listen, this is going on. You don't see this. And I suffer sometimes from overwhelm syndrome, you know. you just looking at that list and you're getting overwhelmed. And I, I'm learning to get through that and uh, break it down into smaller sections so that I don't feel so overwhelmed so quickly. But yeah. I got a lot of things to do, and I have to be a lot of places. I'm thinking right now, the places <laughs> I got to be tomorrow. And everybody see me, and, you know, they be like, oh, Tree's got ten jobs, this, this, and that, which is, a you know, a trait that I – I like about myself, but y'all don't know what it's like to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And it's so awesome to come home to somebody like, they didn't want it. They didn't buy your stuff, baby. It's okay. You had a bad day. Let's dance. Let's just do this. (laughs) 
And it's some days I just be sitting there looking at her like, I don't know where this is coming from, but I, you, you're forced to participate in it because it's so refreshing. And it comes from such a like organic place that it's, it's not forced. It's who she is. You're going to accept it. One does not own or, or capture India. They experience India. <laughs> and <then laughs> I say that all the time because she's just this free-flowing spirit that's going about life. And I'm just kind of sitting here alone for the ride. Shotgun. Shotgun. Shotty. I like you. I like you too. <laughs> Who's right. your number four? I'm gonna number four. <laughs> My number four is India's number one, which is futuristic. So on top of being an activator that's activating the idea, then making a plan, and then achieving great goals, I also I look to the future in a different way. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that I look to the future and be like, oh, here's the possible pitfalls or, you know, or even like things that could work well here. I just sit and I know that I'm going to get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have really powerful visions of great places that, you know, I'm a I'm a be and we going to be. And the funny thing is I got a tattoo on my arm that says never in my wildest dreams. And I feel that all the time. I'll be like, oh, my God, looking around in my life like never in my wildest dreams did I think I'd be here. But I can totally see that I'm, you know, yeah. that I'm here. So my future view is I always have optimism for the future. It don't matter how dark it get. It don't matter how bad things seem. I'm always going to figure out a way to flip it and, and make it come out to my benefit. Make some shake. Make some shake. What's your number four? So interestingly enough, my number four is your number one activator. We are made for each other. I know. You can't tell us. We and listen, we didn't make the <laughs> test. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not a good test taker. So well, there's a, haters will say it's photoshopped, okay? Exactly. <laughs> so, for me, activator is something that I struggle with, honestly. Um both personally and professionally. And I struggle with it because again, it's that exigence is that immediate I want to start right here right now today let me go ahead and contact these people let me get this together I remember interviewing for a position at a company here in Indy that I love 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 to this day disclaimer uh or spoiler alert I did not get that position but it's because I'm an activator literal true story I'm in the interview and it was about it was a fun development position. So I would be doing events and programming and fundraising things around generating money for this organization. And they said their last um, fundraiser, which was their annual gala, didn't go well because they had technology issues with the um, the app that they were using to collect the money and. I was like, oh, well, I was just a part of a, a fundraiser, and we use this app, and I have a friend who is on the team for that software app. I can reach out to him. Let me go ahead and write that down as a task. I had a list, a to-do list in the interview. <laughs> to doing the job for free, okay? I'm already doing it. I'm activating immediately because I'm like, oh, that's a gap. That's a need. Oh, y'all don't have to worry about that because there's a better software than the one that y'all were using anyway. And I have a friend on the inside. He can give you all this type of plan at this price. Like, all I have to do is give him a call. When I tell y'all they emailed me to let me know that I did not get that position, and I was like, I'm not calling no dang on body for y'all. I can't believe this. 
but they didn't ask me to do that. It was just my activator activating. So I really have to take a step back with with being an activator because I will start 50,000 things. If you know me, you know I love arts and crafts. I have made candles, flower crowns, flower panels. I've painted. I've done weaving. I've done crocheting. Like, in my personal life, it's a problem because I can't fit not not too many more arts and crafts in this front office, y'all. Teresa ain't said nothing about it. Bless her heart. But I personally... It would benefit me to lean in more on my slower thinking strengths, the ones that's like, hey, take a look around. What else is going on? What else can you focus on where you don't have to go and buy a $250 cricket to get this craft or this project off the ground? I sold that cricket. <laughs> sold it. It's gone. Because, again, an activator is somebody that gets that spark going. I'm not a middleman. I'm not the most consistent person. <laughs> I'm sorry, hitting people with that. I'm not the middle man. I don't want to keep doing this. Like, this can't just run on its own. Like, I started it. Who's going to keep it going? That, that would be me. Th- that's the I'm both gonna of keep us. keep it going. <laughs> like, I would do that. I'm glad that you're activated. I, I think it's, I always say it's so cute, her <laughs> activator, because she becomes infatuated. It's, you know what it is? It's that damn Pinterest. If that damn Pinterest didn't exist, she wouldn't be making charcuterie boards and you the love flower crowns. And I'm just saying, all of the makeup comes from it, the workouts come from it, the recipes come from it. That damn Pinterest is the reason why you so activated. <laughs> okay. I will never give up Pinterest. Pinterest, if you're listening, I love you, Houston. <laughs> we need to get I some Pinterest stock. <laughs> meanwhile, do. meanwhile, while you sleep, I'll buy a website domain, build a whole <laughs> website, and start an automated business. So I shouldn't be talking, girl. I shouldn't be talking. <laughs> That's true. I woke up one time and a girl we knew had like texted me and was like, Hey, do you know how much Teresa is charging for X, Y, and Z? And I was like, Um, no. Well, it was up on her website and this, that, and the other. And so I'm like, what are you talking about? Talk to Trees. Oh, yeah, I threw that website up there last night. You can tell I'm charging $150 an hour for that. There you go. I'm always looking for some money, you know, (laughs) which has caused problems in our relationship because then I got 10 jobs and she looking at me like, well, I need attention. Where's my attention? And I will schedule and double book over. And be working on my on birthday couch. and be knocked out or be like, oh, listen, I just slept for 45 minutes. I'm good. So don't do that. You know, don't activate that crazy. All right. I'm going to go to my number five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five. Number five. Finally, I am a relater. OK, the quick and dirty on that is I make people feel comfortable. You know, anybody who knows me knows I've never met a stranger. Every time I go out to events or even on the Internet, I don't really care where I'm at. I'm always making friends. I could talk to somebody on a bus, in the boardroom, at a restaurant. If I go out to a restaurant, I'm going to meet the owner. I'm going to know their family history. I'm going to offer my services. I always tell everybody I'm a DJ. You know, I I just, I think that going through this thing called life one, I'm a Libra too. So socializing and social hierarchy is very important to me. Mm-hmm. I've always had a bunch of friends, you know. I, I just think that that makes life cool, you know, and letting people know that you're not alone. A lot of people always say I have the secret sauce or I'm like a whisper. Uh, what do I call myself? Empath. 
I'm an empath, yeah, for sure. Because I'll sit down at a bar by myself, which happens from time to time because I work from bars a lot of the time. So I'll just go set my laptop up and just send emails for eight hours from a bar. And somebody will sit next to me, and they'll just look at me and be like, you know, my mom has cancer, and I'm just real feeling real down about it. And at first, I was just like, man, all these people keep hitting me with this bad information, you know. But really, I think it's just because my aura is just so warm, you know. And I, I have that invite in. Mm-hmm. kind of a, a feeling to let people know that you're not alone everything is gonna be all right and though you are struggling there's people out there that can help you and it's gonna be all right you know so that's how I take my relator part yeah. of that I think to just feel really safe I think I say that a lot of the times too <coughs> about you yeah okay anyway don't look at me like that okay so my last one is input and this one I was a little bit confused about, so I like had to reread the um, description a couple of times over in relation to like professional life and personal life and all that good stuff. But it comes down to I like to collect things, and that is so true. I would say the one thing that I like to collect the most is stories. I love books. I love movies. I love TV shows. I love music. Like. And I can always find a storyline. I can always find a plot. I can always find a character and the development of that character, the quest that they're on. Like, I eat stories up 24-7. And with input, I always thought that, oh, this is me talking. This is me, you know, contributing an idea or something. And it's not that at all. It's you wanting to be informed. You wanting to know what's going on. So that way... You can process a little bit better. And I think that kind of goes into my other ones, especially with futuristic being my first one, because you can't really be futuristic if you don't have a collection of knowledge around you to know where the future is going, to know what's trending, how long it's going to be trending, and why it's trending. I remember back in, what was that, 2015 maybe? I started wearing fanny packs. Everybody's like, India, why are you wearing fanny packs? That's so old. It's so this. And I'm like, well, you know what? My first one I got from Global Gifts on Mass Ave in downtown Indy. And it was beautiful. It was handmade. And I got a lot of compliments on it. And then all of a sudden, everybody around me was wearing fanny packs. Then I'm going to Goodwill. I'm thrifting. And I found like two more fanny packs for $2.50. Now everybody around me is like, oh, I just got this fanny pack. Yeah, I found it at Forever 21. It was $19.99. Nah, 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 this is so expensive. And I'm like, I've been wearing fanny packs since 2015. Everybody calling and lame. Oh, that's just India. Everybody just, I'm just so unique. And I just, oh, she be, she be to herself. She do her own thing. And then two years later, what is everybody else doing their own thing? Not saying that I'm like upset about it, but I'm always doing whatever it is that I feel like I want to do, take an assessment like, oh, wow, this fanny pack is cuter. Oh, this book is looks like it's going to be a good read. And then all of a sudden the people around me are also doing that. And maybe that's just because I'm an influential person or an, a, a natural influencer, but I like to think it's because I am a collector of stories. I'm a collector of of knowledge I'm a collector of things apparently with all of the things that are in my front office from my arts and crafts but input was one that I really had to dig a little bit deeper on but it goes back to my note-taking as a strategic person in professional meetings 
anytime somebody has a question about what happened last meeting, what we're going to be doing next meeting, they ask me, India, hey, do you think you can email me your notes? Oh, absolutely. I'm here to help. I'm happy to help because I collect all of the notes. I have notebooks from high school that I, w- I just won't get rid of because what if I need that information? Yeah, and I will say you asked me, you per- pair with the perfect lady because – I also, I don't watch TV or nothing like that. I used to read encyclopedias when I was a kid and look at trivia questions and watch Jeopardy. So she asked me strange questions all the time, like, who is the president of this? Or who's the king of this? What's the name of that seat? And I always know the information. She'd be like, wow, how do you know that? Like, I just think that it's cool that you'd be so inquisitive with just yeah. the random stuff that I know. Yeah. Which happens to be a plethora of just randomness. I remember one time I asked you, like, what was the headquarters or where a, a company was headquartered in? And you were like, oh, I think it was like Walmart or something. Yeah, it's like, Bentonville, oh, Arkansas. It's it's whatever town, Arkansas, and it's owned by this family. And I was like, the wall. How, do you, how do you know that? Well, thank you. I read case studies for business school all the time. I'm just, that's the kind of things that are thrilling to me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our top five. That's our top five. We encourage y'all to get this book, Strength Finder 2.0. There's a digital version, um, but this comes with a little code in the back, and then you can just keep it and talk about it if you like. Uh, We'll drop the link for the book in there, but thank y'all for listening to our two cents. If you do get it, please come back and comment and let us know uh, what you thought and how it went for you and your partner. Yeah, and don't think about it just personally. Don't think about it just professionally. Think about it as your life. These are things that are naturally your strength. Does not focus on what you can do better at. Does not focus on areas of opportunity. It's where you are naturally talented. You don't have to work hard to do these things. You don't. So thank all y'all for listening who's listening on our podcast, Mediums. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you for watching. We'll see you soon. See ya.